What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rubbin Seasoning. Sitting across from me is my sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, co-host, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. All right, so we have an awesome podcast, guys. Uh, stick around for the meat, which is coming up next. But first, we got to do what we always do. We got to catch up. And Stacy, yeah. you got something fun sitting in front of you that you're yes, sipping on. Have you yes. tried? Have you tried so, it? Tried uh, it yet? No, I haven't. I wanted to try it live on the air just to kind of get my full, you know, uh-huh. response to it. But uh, Spencer over at Nomadic Media, mm-hmm. he's been on this big hunting trip in Lake Sonoma, and he said him and the guys. Stumbled across this revelation using <laughs> Full Metal Jacket, uh, one of our seasonings. Uh, it's actually one of our newest seasoning blends that we've got out, which is, it's phenomenal. If you guys haven't tried it yet, you got to get it. Um, but it's taking a light beer. He used Coors Light. You can use a Mexican beer. Um, I've got Stella. That's all I had on board, um, which it's light. It's kind of skunky. But that's a crying shame if we don't have any light beer in the I, house. Well, you drink it all. <laughs> Sorry. We've got all bougie-ass beers in the free, <laughs> I know. fridge that we've been waiting to do podcasts on. But <clears throat> got a Stella here. Got some full metal jacket. And I dusted this on top of the rim. And um, so Spencer, he he equated this, or one of his buddies equated it to like drinking a steak. Yeah, I was ready. Go for it. I'm anxious. It is really good. Really? It's really good. You know, like when you started out drinking and you put salt on the rim uh-huh. of your beer or whatever? Yeah. That's. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's salty, savory, and then you got that light beer washed down. <gasps> Let's go. Oh, the aftertaste. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Really? You're getting some garlic breath tonight, baby. Hey, all right. I'm coming back for you, baby. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm boring. I'm just drinking a little OGD 114. Yeah. Sipping on this on my glass here. Oh, that is good. I want to try one. That's good. Well, take a sip of mine. All right, hang on. I don't know if you want to. We have had so much illness in our house. Oh, I know. The last two weeks. Like, we need holy water sprinkled on the I'm going to wait, house. actually, here. I'm fine. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I said, I'm fine, and it sounds like a voice box. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Mmm. That's like, mmm. Oh, the, the full metal jacket really kicks in. At the back. Mm. The back end. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that'd that, be an excellent rim job on a that, on a uh, michelada or a yeah. Caesar Bloody yeah. Mary. For sure, very very good. Heck yeah! So we've um, got a lot to catch up with you guys on. Um, first, we have some crazy uh, holiday deals going on. Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, you know we just came off of Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday, and all of that, and now we're geared into the holiday season. Reload is um, putting out some awesome killer bundles, so we're gonna have like gift bundles, three packs, five packs. Yep. We've got brand new coffee mugs that are absolutely stellar. They're so cool. Um, Fifteen ounces. They're they're chunky. They feel amazing in your hand, and we're gonna be pairing those with some of our samples. So if you need an office gift, a teacher gift. Um, you know, and, well, and those and they're they're diner style. They have that yeah. diner style lip, and they're thick porcelain, oh, so yeah. they really retain the oh, the heat the of heat. your coffee. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. So we're pairing those with four of our sample packets, so that you can give an under twenty dollar gift um, to anybody that you need one for. Awesome teacher gift. Yeah, you know, and also aren't aren't we are doing sample packs inside that? Did you, yeah. did you already say that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, right. we're, we're putting those in there. So just be on the lookout. We've also got new apparel that's going to be hitting the site in the next we're, few days. You're wearing one. I'm wearing one wearing right them now. Wearing So freaking soft. New designs, all brand new designs coming out. So, um, you know, hit us up. Choose us for your gifts. You know, we we 
so appreciate you guys shopping small with us. It keeps us going. You know, mm-hmm. that's what America runs on. America runs on small business and quality. I mean, you can go to Amazon, you can get your China made stuff and your, you know, but the blood, sweat and tears of, of us, you know, working day in and day out to provide good yes. quality things, you know, your support means everything to us and, and choosing it- us for a gift for someone over you know, a Walmart Black Friday deal or, you know, hitting up Amazon and getting bulk deals, like really choosing correctly, whether it's with us or other small businesses, it makes a huge impact for us in our country and us as a family. And we appreciate that. It does because small business is the backbone of this country. It is. And And, and, and we're losing sight of that. We are. And it's, uh, like like you said, whether it's us or somebody else, choose a small business this holiday and support them in that. And I know it's, and I know it's tough, you know, with the inflation, it hits us as a business. It hits us as consumers. It hits everybody. If you can make that choice to shop small, it, you're really affecting, you know, a little family like us. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in other news, um, Y'all, you know, you know, two podcasts ago, I was talking about hunting season and everything, and it has gotten better and better. I've had the best hunting season I've had mm-hmm. in many years. Yeah, I've killed uh, two very nice bucks. Um, I had a long drought with getting uh, with getting bucks, but I've killed two very nice bucks. I missed probably the biggest buck I'm ever going to see in my entire life. Uh, I was very sad about that for about a week. But then I got over it when I shot this deer last weekend. And then, um, and also uh, in football news, of course, you all know it. My Vols lost again. But it's still a good season. I had a great time. I mean, the, the fact that we are, you know, 10 win season. And if you told me at the beginning of the season we were going to have 10 wins, two losses, I would have uh, been jumping for joy. You know, but you, it, it, it hurts when you're that close. You know, you were like, we were. We were one game. I mean, that momentum was there. We were one game for being in the playoffs. Just one game. You know, that's all we had to do was was take care of business. But anyways, so what what else we got? So I don't know if you heard this story. This is phenomenal in my opinion. (laughs) Did you hear about what happened on the Carnival Cruise Line last week? No. So a guy was on the cruise. He's 28 years old. He was there with his sister on a cruise line. Uh Um, She last saw him at 11 PM. He went to the bathroom and then he never came back. So she assumed he had went to bed for the night, got up the next morning, realized he was missing, you know, filed missing, missing persons report. You know, everybody on, on the cruise line searched everywhere for him. And they realized, you know, he at some point must have went overboard. No way. Went overboard. Now, this seems to happen all the time. And I don't know whether it's people committing suicide or they're drunk and they fall overboard or whatever, but... I've been on cruises and I don't... <laughs> you have to... It's effort to get you over have, those You rails. have to climb over and stuff like that. So, you know, last was seen at 11 p.m., went overboard. Uh, she reported him missing that next morning. Um, most of the time, they're gone. But that mother effer... They, the cruise line turned around, retraced their steps, got Coast Guard involved... And that man was still treading water without a flotation device in the middle of the ocean. He had been there for 15 hours. Holy smokes. 15 hours with no flotation device. 28-year-old guy. Coast Guard spotted him and rescued him. Oh. Oh, my God. I've never heard of... That's like... That's a Chris... They said it's a Thanksgiving miracle. Wow. Like, I've never heard of that. Usually, it's like they go overboard and you never see them again. They're shark bait. Well, a lot of times, too, when they go overboard, they get sucked into the jet wash and chopped up by the propellers. They've even got video jet of wash, him. The, the, pro, the, 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 
And the thing is, is like, he's so camouflaged with the water. I mean, like, just think about 15 hours where, I mean, you almost can't even cover that space. And sure enough, he's splashing. But do you know what's, what's beautiful about that is, so these boats, they have these GPS systems and they literally will drive themselves. They have a line where they've, where they've got, they've plotted a course. So a captain has driven the boat through this area and goes, this is where I want the boat to go when I go to these destinations. Well, they, they, they have that plotted into their, to this GPS system. And so they can literally turn around and follow that same line. Yeah. So they go, okay, well, he's got to be in this area in somewhere. In this area. So thank God for technology. I know. And I don't know if they use some type of like heat thermal I'm searching sure. or whatever, but yeah. They have drones that do that. No flotation device. Like how do That's you stay afloat for that long? That's Navy SEAL and stuff. I, I don't want to tell you something. Like what goes through your head for that long? I'm dead. Like you don't have like Candy Crush on your phone to pass time. Not, well, like no. 15 hours of straight up survival. You have to find another gear in yourself that says, I'm not going to die. I'm not dying today. Dude got rescued. Good. Hypothermia conditions, Um, you know, got treated and stuff like that. But yeah. And it's cold to boot? Evidently, they said he had dehydration, hypothermia type conditions. Well, I guess if yeah. it's like, you know, if the water's... Well, when the, the, the sun goes down and everything. When the sun goes know? down. <laughs> Sorry. I just could not get over that. That's I funny. had heard the story that man went overboard and he was missing. That's freaking wild. Next thing you know, then they say they found him. That's, just never thought that the story would end like that. So anyways. That's freaking wild. It is. I can't believe that. I had a story that I was... That I I was going to tell you, and I can't remember it for the life of me. Probably wasn't as cool. No, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely was not near as cool. But anyway, oh well, I was going to say this. You know, they have uh, there's um the, about the thermal stuff. Yeah, they have drones that have thermal cameras on them now. There's so I learned this because there's like there's people that you can hire. Like if you shoot a deer and you can't find it, that people will come in with their drones at a, at right in the beginning of the morning. Kind of feel. And they'll, they'll fly over the property. Are they still warm at that point? I don't, well, I don't know. You know, that what they'll do is they'll just find find it and bring the drone down and see if the deer shot or not. Wow. Yeah. So, anyways. Well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm not going near the railings if we ever go on a cruise together. They're, they are right chest high. I don't care, I don't care, understand man. how you can fall over those things. Oh, no. I mean, you lean. I would up, love to hear a story. You lean up against them, and, and people listening can't see us. But you know, you got your elbow up there. You know, it's it's they're they're high. You have to be climbing up and you know mm-hmm. to jump off or whatever. Yep. And what was he doing? Did he go to the take a drop a deuce in the bathroom and then <laughs> or like, off the ledge? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to the bathroom, sis. And was the bathroom full? So he's like trying to hang off or something. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. I don't even know. I don't know. I would love to pick his brain. Love it. <laughs> Get him on the podcast. Yeah. Let's see. Whatever. All right. So, uh, do you want to take a break? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. And on the other side, y'all, we are jumping back in to a talk we had a couple of podcasts ago, except Miss Stacy's got something to say about everything. So, uh, stick around. We'll see you on the other side. Friends, let me tell you, if you haven't already noticed, the price of meat has gone through the roof. And here at the TRP crew, we want to help you out with that situation by providing you with a coupon code to Haltman Family Meats. Guys, Haltman Family Meats is a beautiful company out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania that has the best 
butcher shop experience you're ever going to have. They have every cut of meat that you would ever want, and it is the best cut you will ever eat. If you go right now to HaltzmanFamilyMeats.com and use coupon code TRP22, you can save 15% off any cut that you want. Filets, skirt steak, pork butts, ribs, pork chops, chicken, anything that you desire, guys, Haltzman Family Meats has it. So head right now to HaltzmanFamilyMeats.com and check out their plethora of amazing straight-from-the-butcher cuts sent to your door. Fresh, never frozen. HaltzmanFamilyMeats.com. Use coupon code TRP22. All right, y'all. So we are back from the break, and we're jumping into the topic again about marriage. Ah. <laughs> so don't. I know some of you are like, ah, we've already gone through this, or I heard that last time. This is different. Last time, I was, I was pretty hard on the guys. I felt like well, did I had no idea that you were even doing it. So you yeah. got another point of view over here. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Is after I did that and it, it went really well, it was received really oh well. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I felt like God was telling me it was just on my heart that I needed to get you in here because. And how hard was it to get me in here? It was pulling teeth. <laughs> I you know. I know because, and it's not. It's not because you know you aren't passionate about this topic. It's because you know you you don't want to be the person that sets sometimes speaking that truth. Yeah. But when we have our private conversations, it, you are, you are so in tune with this topic and what, and, and what a, a woman and her role is in a marriage. Thank you. And I feel like you could really, I feel like you could really impact some people, okay. male and female on this. So I'm going to kind of like lead the charge on this, but I really want you to just be raw and real and speak your mind on this. And guys, if you're listening to this, the dudes, stick around with this too. Because if you've got or you know a woman in your life that's uh, having some marital problems, maybe we can hook this thing up. Maybe we could uh, help them out here. So I feel like, I'm going to bring us in, is you know when you hear anybody talking about marriage, Nine times out of ten. Now you correct me if I'm wrong, but nine times out of ten, they're they're talking about the dude. Mm-hmm. You see pastors do it, you see speakers do it, and they're all talking about the man, how the man should be, and what the man should know and understand. But me and you have seen firsthand many times, yes, women that have just how how they've treated and spoke to their man, pushed the man to become, you know, what most men. Are, are talked about in these where, things. Where, they, where the men aren't reaching their full potential because they're so beaten down. Yes. Yeah. So for me, you know, when when you get up there and you're on the altar, right? You're getting married. You've been dating. It's fun. You've had a great time. Uh, you know, I love this person. I'm so in love with them. Most people, are, they're saying I do to the dating. They're not, but what they don't realize is when you get up there on that altar and you are looking at that person and you make that commitment under God, you're saying I do to the, I don't know. I'm going to struggle with you through finances. I'm going to struggle with you through kids and stress and deaths in the family Mm -hmm. and losses of jobs. I'm going to struggle with you and work these things out. Yes. And a lot of people don't think of that. They think of the bliss and everything's got to be great. Or guess what? You know, me and you, for instance, we dated 10 months, got engaged. Eight, Eight months later, we were married. Okay, you know, 
there was, you know, there was things about me that you didn't know fully yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And what about people that get married and, and then they realize, my God, my husband has a massive porn addiction, mm-hmm. you know? And then you got to deal with that. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't, that wasn't the guy I signed up for, you know? Mm-hmm. Or um, you find out that he, in his spare time, is drinking more than you, you know, than you realized, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. it's like, it's in a lot of people. And then it's like, oh, see you, bye. This isn't what I signed up it's for. tuck tail, yeah. But technically you did. You signed up for through sickness and in health, through mm-hmm. good good times, bad times. Till death. That's what you did. Do you yeah. part. Yeah, absolutely. So, and there, but what do you feel is the biggest issue? Now, this I'm, I'm coming from, at a women, from the women's standpoint. What do you feel is the biggest issue that women have? Like, as far as... um. How do I say it? What do you think the number one issue is with women in marriage? I don't think so. I have two sides to this. I think there's issues, obviously, with women, issues with the men, or how the woman reacts with things that a man feels inside. Mm. But the biggest thing is I think women are not communicating their expectations. So I can go and say, have it in all built up in my brain that, I would love for you to come home and whisk the kids off to bed or give them a bath or go and help me with the housework and stuff. That's not on your radar. You don't think that way. Your brain is not wired like way that mm-hmm. way. God did not intend for you to think that way, unfortunately. So <laughs> I have to, I have to communicate those expectations to you because what happens is if I've get this expectation in my head and you fail that mm-hmm. such disappointment, you aren't the man that I thought you were, but then you see on social media that, you know, Joel's over there mopping the floor. Well, of course, someone's going to be taking a picture of somebody mopping the floor and their husband doing good things. That's just mm-hmm. what happens. So I think number one, obviously, and, and people, people beat that into the ground. It's communication and communicating your expectations, what a woman needs. But also, you know, and I might be going off on this is um, men need, in return, men need respect. They need to feel supported. They need to feel, um, you know, they, I'm going off on a tangent on this, but like a man needs to feel supported. So instead of just being like, you don't ever help me out around the house or you don't help me with this, like positive reinforcement, positive praise versus all the negativity and the, you know. Yeah. Well, no, and I'm with you on that. It's in, but in hindsight, a lot of men and I'm guilty as well. We don't pick up that slack. Mm -hmm. We come, we, we go and we work this job and there's a, and now, you know, with the way things are now, a lot of parents, a lot of men and women both have jobs, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, but a lot of men, they don't come in and they don't, they don't do what you're talking about. Okay. But if the, if it's not, if you don't communicate it, like if, if you communicate to me and there, when you call me during the day and I hear in your voice, it's been one hell of a day. Mm-hmm. When I know before I get home that your cup's full, I prepare myself to come home and relieve some of that, mm-hmm. pour some of that out. Yeah. Because I know it's like, okay, yep, yeah, she's having a tough one today. I, I'm not going to go in there and just plop on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got to come in. What do you need me to do? Yeah. Get busy. And I don't want to. I'm tired. But I do it because I love you. And, yes. and, and it's my job as the head servant to serve you mm-hmm. in all aspects. And and correct me if I'm wrong. I, I I feel like that women 
not all, but I feel like women, they get this this thing built up in their head as expectation, like you were saying, of what a man's supposed to be. And when and and they marry a guy and he is that. He is that guy. But then as soon as he starts to falter, it's like, oh, that that ain't the guy I married. Mm-hmm. That, that ain't that ain't a man, you know? He's weak. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? But let's flip the script. All right. So we just talked about me communicating expectations to you. What's going to help me out? Mm-hmm. Well, let's flip that script. Like, where does the serving of the woman to the man come in? Mm-hmm. Where a man feels supported. A man mm-hmm. feels respected. A man feels like someone is nurturing him. Mm-hmm. Such as, you wake up. I want to make it easier on your day. If I can make it easier... By making you a coffee and a breakfast and sending you on your way, that makes me feel better. But why? Why? Why do you want to do that, though? I don't know. I don't know, but I do. <laughs> I don't know. I want to support you. I want to make your day easier. Okay. So it's not all about the men supporting and catering to women. Women need to do it to the men too. And no, you are not being their mother. Mm-hmm. You are not. Does it? How does it make you feel if I hand you a coffee and a breakfast and a packed lunch in the morning? Ten feet tall. Yeah, because if not, you're eating McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You're not eating McDonald's. Now, can you do that yourself? Absolutely. Will you do it yourself? No. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it's the respect that I have for you starting your day off right. Catering, not cater. Catering's not the word. Serving you, mm-hmm. okay? Serving you. You work hard. You bust your ass all day long for us. You come home. You're you're tired. And I'm going to help by serving you, make things easier. And in return, you feel appreciated and respected. And therefore, you turn things around and you're rubbing my back Mm -hmm. and you're helping cook dinner and you're washing the dishes. And I think that's the cyclone. That's that that snowball effect that you need to get into. That's that powerful, positive snowball that's happening. Yes. Of good things, not the spiraling out of control of... He didn't help me with this. She didn't pack my lunch. She didn't do this. Like if you could start things off right with such positive things, doing things for each other, serving each other, you know, 100%, 100%, not one person pulling all the load and vice versa. If you guys can start off on that right positive foot, it's a cyclone effect of just great positive uh, relationship working together, him serving me, me serving him and everybody feeling appreciated, secure, supported, respected, I think is everything. I agree. So we've talked about, we talked, I talked in the last, the the last podcast about this, a lot about serving mm-hmm. and we're talking about that now. And I feel like that's, is it, that is a key, you know, is a, um, it's a foundation that has to be foundation, but mm-hmm. let's talk about something you hit on in the very beginning. We didn't really expound upon it, is communication. Yeah. So, well, communication is so broken as one because one thing is missing mm-hmm. from both parties and that's empathy. Mm-hmm. What I have issues with, my feelings and my insecurities, you are not going to, you are, you will disassociate yourself to what I'm feeling because you don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You must have empathy. Mm-hmm. You must put yourself in that person's shoes and feel that empathy in order to be able to fully understand yeah. what's going on. I could tell you all day long, I'm tired. I'm stressed. I've had a rough day. And you'll look at it as, well, why? You were home all day. Like, what, what's so hard about it? You have to have empathy for one another. And that's something that's hugely missed, whether it's the woman missing that or the man missing that. 
is empathizing. We all have different needs and we all have different perceptions. And your perception is not going to be the same as your spouse's. Well, see, I think, uh, again, I think when you put it on the other foot as well, is you don't see my day either. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I see a lot of women, men do this too, but I see a lot of women when the guy comes home and starts talking to me, because let's face it, what you do here between running this reload company and raising our kids and holding down this household, which that, that in, uh, in itself is, that is a, a, I'm trying to find the word. It's just, it's a hard job. That's you empathizing with that though. Yeah. But I, it, and it, it but you know, a lot of that's because I've put my, I've put myself in your shoes, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, damn, you know, <laughs> this is tough, but it happens on the other, other end too. Guy comes home, his, his, his cup is full and he's not, but, and he's, you know, the world has been beating him down all day. His boss has beat him down all day. Customers, the job, whatever, has just beat this dude down all day. And he's gone out there and he's done it. And then he comes home to a woman with a whip. Mm-hmm. And he's getting whipped at home too. Yeah. And you're not good enough. And what, you know, you need to do and you need to. And I think that those things is because of the divorce being you've been seeing. We've seen so many. It's like a pandemic of freaking it divorce. It is. It's like, what's the next one? Yeah. You know, and I always say this. It's like, they're like, I never saw it coming. And I guess you did. Yes. You yeah. saw it coming and you the chose victim, not to the fix victim, it. Yeah. Victimizing yourself and saying, I didn't see it coming. Or like, they just changed. No, they didn't. Your actions and reactions to things mm-hmm. and vice versa. Have caused this. Yes. Has caused have caused this. And People, whether it's a man or a woman, you don't want to do the work without the praise. That's it. I don't want to do the work without the praise. Like, give me compliments. Give Tell me, me how hard I've worked. Yeah. Man too. Men too. You know, we you know, we hear all this and it's like, well, he never did this and he never did that. And, you know, I just wish I had a guy like Joel. Well, you know, Joel might not be the guy he is. If he wasn't getting hey man, sister. the positive praise yeah. at home. If he wasn't getting, I mean, like, that. No, I, I would not be the man. Because I'll say this. And I want to go back to communication after this. I really want to really hit on communication. Because I think it's something that's extremely lacking in marriages. But I, I have dated women in the past, right? That I treated, you know, not exactly, but I treated them really good. I treated them like you. Mm-hmm. And... They treated me like shit. They treated me horrible. And it put me in a bad mental place. It put me in a jealous rage at times. It made it made me, uh, it took me out of my friends. It made me just, it ruined my work days. Um, it just put me in a really dark place, mm-hmm. some of these women did. But because of how, what you do. Thank you. Because of your service. It, I, I, like I said, I've, I've walked tall. I feel confident. I feel in charge mm-hmm. because I know that you've got my back because I know that, we, that when the world beats me down, I get to come home to you and you lift me up. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that has come through communication. We weren't, we weren't like this off the get, no. you know, we had to learn from each other Yeah, and we communicated our needs. We had fights early on in our marriage, in our relationships and stuff, you know, we had like, get into arguments but well, we learned our boundaries we, we, we <laughs> did. I learned your boundaries and you learned mine well this is what i'm gonna say is it, have you learned how to speak to your have you learned to have a what voice to have that doesn't trigger 
your partner. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a loud, boisterous guy, and I know when we're having a a, 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 a conflict, mm-hmm. I can't come at you like I would a dude. No. The I, horns will come out. Well, I mean, you'll shut down. Yeah, I do. You know, you shut down, and you're like, I don't want to talk, and I you and you want to go be and by you yourself. And you go, and it gets nowhere. It would get nowhere mm-hmm. if people did that all the time. You know, if I start trying to to bulldoze over you and and and, and peacock up and everything, mm-hmm. I know that when we're in a conversation, I have to be listen. I have to reserve, and I have to to hear you. Yeah, I don't do that all the time because I'm not, you know, I'm a man and I screw up. But you know, that's I know that I know I have to do that, and. We have, throughout our marriage, communicated really well. You know, as far as if you are a man and your sexual needs are not getting met, you need to figure out a way to softly or whatever to be able to communicate that to your wife. Because if she doesn't know, you know, if she doesn't know you're dying inside every time, you know, mm-hmm. you... You know, you're just waiting for her to come on to you or whatever. No, you. It's like th- these talks have to happen. Your needs aren't getting met, right? If and it's it's another thing is like expectations not being met, and, and expectations un- is kind of a rough. They're uncommunicated expectations. Yeah, and maybe not expectations, but needs. Well, those your needs yeah. are, are expected. Yeah, your I'm expect I expect yeah. you to fulfill my needs. Yeah. And you expect me to fulfill yours, yeah. whatever those are. That's we became one, and that's what we have to do in order to stay one. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to do that as a husband. And so, if I don't, if you don't communicate things that I'm not doing for you, that I, it's it's almost, it, it most times won't get done. Yeah. And then resentment gets built up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do feel that way, and I just feel like. Um, you know, like you said, we've seen so many happening lately. And I think a lot of it, you know, back to me saying like, I wish I had a guy like Joel or and vice versa. People say, I wish I might have like a, a girl like, like Stacy. I mm-hmm. mean, um, you know, you got to put aside your needs and put their needs first. And then it, it's almost well, like karma. It comes well, right back at you. Well, I think people too, you were never designed to stay the same person. At, from yeah. the altar, the, yeah, we the, were not. The, the, two, the two people we were at the altar is not who we are now. Yeah. So, you know, God didn't intend you to be that way. Once you have kids, you're not the same person anymore. And if, even if you don't have kids, as your relationship goes on, as you get older, you become different people. You, your interests, your, your, your loves, the, the things that you need change. And you all have to learn to dance and, and move in, in balance with each other in order to obtain keep those things going and I, I just know that there's a lot of marriages a lot of good men that had good women who both parties didn't know how to communicate to and each they other lost their way they did the men either people don't want to relinquish their power so it's like as the woman and the man he don't do shit. He don't do anything. He don't whatever. A woman doesn't want to relinquish that power and just turn around and start serving him. Well, here's what a man does. This is what a man does is, and and I know because I, I did it firsthand, is when you're getting beat down by your woman constantly, you're not, you're, you're not good enough. That was stupid. 
you know, you don't do anything around demasculating, here. you know, comments. You're disgusting. Yeah, gross. Uh, why would you, you know, those kind of things. When, when that's happening on a regular basis, you start shutting down inside. And men aren't supposed to be depressed. You know, the world will tell you that men can't be de- depressed. So men, we're wired to, to not talk about this stuff. We're wired to not show the weakness and show that we're, that we're hurting inside and we're, that we are, you know, uh, don't want to get up in the morning. And what happens is we bury it, we bury it, we bury it. And then one day, because of just how we are, it turns into anger. Mm-hmm. It turns into resentment and rage. And we just, it blows up. And then we, you know, or a man will go and, you know, just, I'm done. The switch is off. Mm-hmm. He'll cut you off just like that. And then that's where the, I never saw it coming. Well, it's like you, 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 you pushed and pushed and pushed this person. You pushed him so far down into the ground that they had nowhere else to go but, but to dig themselves back out. Yeah. If a man's getting verbally beaten down and abused and nagged to death, mm-hmm. do you think he's going to want to show respect and ask you to go spend $30 somewhere? Do you think he wants to show respect by walking around the car and opening the car door for you? No. Because dignity, whether it's with the man or the woman, your dignity is so important to yourself. And mm-hmm. when you're getting treated like that and feeling down and then you turn around and just keep doing good mm-hmm. or keep serving, mm-hmm. you feel like you've lost your dignity. Mm-hmm. So just my, my biggest takeaway is just serve each other. Yeah. Serve each other. Don't expect it one, one, one directional. Serve him. Men, serve your ladies. Like, it will come back around. Positive things start happening inside. You start feeling better. You start feeling respective. You start feeling like. We've had, we've, we've had, we've had people. serve. We've had, you know, we know people that we've, we've talked to that, uh, you know, you pack my lunches in the morning. You know, and people that have been like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not doing his laundry. I'm not packing his lunch. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yeah. You expect him to. Do you want him to say, I'm not opening the car door for you or I'm not going to, you know. Well, no, I mean, but, the, but look at it. You expect him to go and provide for your family. You expect him that if a robber's in the house, he's going to go protect you. He's going to, he's, he's going to fight. He's going to put his life mm-hmm. above you and your child. Um, you expect him to get out and do any kind of manual labor that's far as fixing or keeping the household up. And then. The man needs his socks washed. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's, it's that. Which, it's that it's kind not of, that you don't help me with those things. It's not, we're not talking like freaking 1950s marriage here. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Different expectations here. <laughs> um, but no, you, you don't. Like there, it's 50, I say 50, 50, 100, 100, whatever it is. Everybody does their part, but just serve each other. Well, it's just, it's, I think this may come off bad here my god but get ready a man it takes a lot of risk when he decides to marry a woman Ooh. okay he, he, he's taking a lot of risk and i'm not trying to sound chauvinistic here but does a, a man doesn't need a woman to earn a living a man doesn't need a woman to to run a house he doesn't need a woman to feed himself he doesn't he doesn't need those things and vice versa exactly but but in society what happens? Generally, man's a breadwinner. When the divorce happens, half of his stuff goes to her. The kids generally go to her. Um, the man is generally the one that takes the brunt of the punishment in the divorce. 
Sometimes, most times, rightfully so. But what I'm getting at is, is that God created us. God looked at Adam and realized, I'm not enough. That might rub people the wrong way. He looked at Adam and realized, I'm not enough for him. So he created you from him. And in this world we live in, in this, you know, we have God expects there to be roles. He created a man to be bigger and stronger for a reason. A woman is just as smart, talented, and and can do just about anything a man can do. But men are bigger and stronger, and they are designed to be to protect that woman. They are designed to be the stronger. Found- Muscularly. Muscularly, yes. Yeah, we're not yes. talking childbirth. No. God almighty. <laughs> Never mind, I'm about to say something gross. Anyway, <laughs> but no, it's, um, no, I mean, we were all designed with specific things in mind. And it's not saying women were designed to do laundry and women were designed to do dishes. No, no. but women. And, I, and we don't mean that by serving, whether it's just waking up and giving you a kiss in the morning and saying, I hope you have a great day. Yes. Because- it shouldn't always be the guy doing it. Mm-mm. I should not have to seek affection from you all the time. Yeah. I should not have to chase you for affection. That's, I mean. And most. Because men want, I, I want intimacy. Like a lot of women, oh God, it drives me nuts. They start talking about sex. Am, am I cutting you off from a, from a thought? No. Okay. They talk to, we, they look at men and they, they, and they think all we want to do is get our rocks off. And, you know, sometimes sure, you know, but I want to be intimate with you more than I want to, you know, just, you know, get my rocks off. I want that. And men want that. They want to be wanted. They want a woman to be into them and not just. Oh, you're gross. You know, we were such a chore. You know, we were watching Friday Night Lights. Yeah. You know, and Coach Taylor was like, hey, you won't fool around. And she was like, sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, no. Okay, we're good. Never mind. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I mean, that that's what I'm getting at is, is, we get looked at a lot of times as these robots, these like, you know, they're just going to go around screwing, you know, drink beer, work and screw. That's, a, that's our roles. But no, it's not. We, we are more complex beings than that. I mean, some women out there literally in front of their husbands, even when, when sex gets brought up, they're going, they look at them and go, oh, oh God, no. You know, you're married to this man. Yeah. I don't think anything is more demasculinating to a man than if you making to- one feel not sexy, not attractive, not wanted, not appreciated. Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen? That, that man at some point is going to be out in the world and some woman mm-hmm. is going to make him feel sexy. I mean, it's pretty easy. I mean, <laughs> just, just, I mean, it's easy. Like, that's what a guy wants. It's true. That's what a guy wants. I mean, like, don't make it a chore. Like, a chore is giving your child a bath. A chore is, you know, washing the dishes at the end of the night or vacuuming the carpets. And you dig deep and you find it in you (laughs) to do those chores. Okay? (laughs) Now, if a woman is feeling appreciated and reciprocated Mm. and empathized with and sympathized with and supported... You put on those gray joggers and I'm coming at you. It's not a chore. Mm. It's not a chore. Got them all but right now. if I feel like I'm just Miss Slave and I'm not supported and I'm not, you know, I'm looked at as just a piece of meat yeah. that you want to take to bed. Yeah. 
It is a chore. Yeah. So let's not make it that. Well, but at the same time, men got to have to also realize that y'all ain't just some easy bake oven. You got to preheat. You know, there's some, there's But you know who is an easy bake oven? A man. It's you man. Mm-hmm. It's you man. <laughs> you man's an easy bake oven. I mean, girls, just, that's it. You do that. They'll do anything you want. It's freaking true, though. They will worship the ground you walk on. Mm-hmm. Girl, just put some hip action into it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't just go through the motions and be like, okay. I mean, get out of your head for a few minutes. I'm get t- out of your head. I'm telling now, you. Now, granted, we are tired, we are stressed, mm-hmm. and we have headaches sometimes. No lie. Okay? <laughs> but. That's what Advil's for. Easy bake oven. Get out of your head and just. Enjoy that aspect because they can tell. Well, I think it's more like this, you know, because you get a you get a lot of women that look at sex with their husband as that chore. They look at sex with their husband as like I can't believe he wants to have sex with me right now. I've I've worked all day, blah blah blah. Also, we'll find a time. Well, guess but no, but but from the flip side of it, he wants you. Yes. This person is looking at you and it's and it's thinking to themselves, this is the most beautiful beautiful woman I, I I've ever seen. I'm so hot for her. I want this woman. And he has chosen for you to be that only woman. He has chosen for you. Guys are wired. That's it, an umbrella term though, because there are some men and women that we mm-hmm. have came across in our lifetimes mm-hmm. where that is flip flopped. It's true. And there's a why to that. And I, we can get to that. But I want to finish this thought is, you know, men are, we, like you said, we're an easy bake. We're a light switch. We are mi- wired to just want to mate. When you, you see a, a buck in the woods, you see animals in the wild. They want to hit every available fertile female that's out there, mm-hmm. you know, for rep- reproductive purposes. But what I'm getting at is, is that, I wish women would empathize more with the men they're with and realizing that they have hormones too. Men are expected to, when a woman's on a period or she's going through, no, I don't say it like that. I'm sorry. Shark you know, week. Well, okay. But well, when a woman, we are, we are expected to respect women's hormones all the time. That is like, we got to respect a woman's hormones and that she's, you know, cramping or what, what I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm making He's a, never heard these terms before. Has he, I'm making a big dick of myself. No, but we're, we're expected to respect a woman's hormones, but women don't respect a man's hormones. The fact that he is pent up raging inside and needs to mate, you know, do you know what I mean? Am I, yeah, am, yeah, am, yeah. I am I coming across? No, 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 no. You're right. You're yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, and I want to just preface this is, there are exceptions to these rules. Now, yes. don't, please don't twist what we're saying and mm-hmm. say, oh, well, there's, if there's exceptions to all the rules, we're just kind of blanketing. Yes. Blanketing, like, some of the issues that, you know, we have came across, you know. Like, there might be one thing, and there might only be one piece of this podcast that uh, affects a certain person. It's yeah. not, we're not blanketing all women or all men with all this. These are, these are, these are pieces to puzzles we see in marriages that need to be, need to be fixed. But we have seen victimizing, I'm the victim, I'm the victim, I'm the victim, and no self-awareness or no, what's the word I'm looking for? 
accountability accountability no accountability being taken you know when you listen to somebody that's getting split up or they're having marital problems it's you know how could their they side. how could they do this to how me how they do this to me uh, i don't know maybe because well, you suck you, as a freaking partner yeah and so there's their side of the story your side of the story and then there's the truth there it is always for everything so always keep that in mind but be accountable be self-aware. Like, don't sit there and say, he left me, she left me, and not think to yourself, like, what part did I take in this? Yes. And, and do better. And this, <laughs> yes. And going, do better. Going, there's, that's what, going back to what you said about how the sex thing is flip-flopped. Sometimes it's the dudes it that are doing that. Yeah. Well, I, I know plenty of people well, that get, have a, that their husbands have no interest. I am a firm, I affirm in my life that there's a why to everything. Why? Is a man not wanting to have sex with his wife? You know, could it be a chemical imbalance? Could be that. Could be a porn addiction. It could be the fact that you know, like we talked about, having ang- the angry wife who is on him just constantly, constantly, and and they're not attracted to them. Well, it's, it's not that. It's just you know, you don't have it in you. I'm so beaten down that I don't have it in me anymore. You know, to do it. So I mean, there there's variables. Why is the wife not want to have sex with you? You know, guys. You know, it's, there's, you're not, you're, you're mean, you're, or you don't step up, you run away from anything that is stressful, um, or has has to do with the kids. You know, there's, you got to meet each other's love languages. You got to find out, find out what those are and, 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 and meet them. So So I hope that was more than, it wasn't clear as mud. We were a little sporadic, but I mean. So much. There's just, I don't know. I think me and you, we sit and we talk about this and we empathize with other people, but are, you know, and we, we hate seeing these people that we know and even people we don't know. Two, just two great people that just, just lose their way. And it's like, man, you can fix it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what just it is. Get, get out of your own head. Mm-hmm. Get out of your own head. You, and- you nailed it on the head when you said accountability. Yeah. No, actually, you did. I couldn't come up well, with the but, word. Well, it was what you were trying to yeah. say, but you know. But it's it's take accountability in your part in what my, has happened. My brother, it's his biggest pet peeve is when somebody screws up, they don't own it. Yeah. And self awareness. Yeah. Some people are just so delusional. Be humble and realize you're not a perfect person, and that you played a part in this too. A lot of it, if you just look at yourself and you can make, the, I mean, you can change yourself. You can't. I can't make you. Mm-hmm. rub my back i can't make you make me feel secure or give me reassurance something that you don't need in your relationship or something that you don't need is reassurance well i guess mm-hmm. you probably do you like reassurance but oh. you might not want reassurance <laughs> i need reassurance but if you don't need it you don't know to give it to me yeah unless i tell you like i just need you know so ask put it out there and you i can change me so I can do those things that might be uncomfortable for me to make you feel more supported and more secure. And in that, and in return, here's the deal. It comes back around. This, this is does my, that make sense? It does. But this is my challenge. Me and you have learned to dance with each other that way. And we've, yeah. we, we have, and get, we've both been through failed relationships. Yes. But the, we've learned to dance with each other that way. And we've given God a, you know, we've gone to God a lot with our relationships, you know, just asking him to continue to support us and everything. But my challenge would be to people is if you're in that spot 
if you have anything we've talked about tonight, if it's hitting home at all, is to sit down with your partner and have that conversation. How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better wife? And ask them to be brutally honest. And you don't say a daggum thing. Let them talk. Let them, let them get it out. Write it down. Heck, I guarantee you, you go sit on the edge of your bed for an hour and meditate how I could be a better husband or a better wife. You're going to find some stuff out and it's not going to be the stuff you want to hear. But if you will concentrate on those things and, and have, have those uncomfortable conversations, man, it could get so much better. It can. You know? Don't give up on each other. Mm-mm. Person that you're going to make it right with is right there in front of you, right there next to you in bed. That's it. 100 and 100. Let's go. All right, y'all. Going to take a break? Yeah. All right, let's take a break. And on the other side, we're coming at you with Reload Recommend. Stick around, y'all. You don't want to miss it. Hey, guys. Joel here. Times are uncertain. And if we've learned anything from the past, it's that we need to be prepared. That's why I've prepared with Ready Hour by My Patriot Supply. With food prices and scarcity at an all-time high, now is the time to have the peace of mind of knowing you can feed your family. Head to preparewithreload.com and you can save $150 off a three-month supply of dehydrated meals that last 25 years. You buy insurance for your car, you buy insurance for your house. Why not buy it for your family? Prepare now so that you aren't wishing you had done it later. Go to preparewithreload.com and get the peace of mind you need today. All right, y'all, so we are back from the break, and it's time for that favorite segment that you love, which Reload recommends. We recommend things to you that are cool and badass. With that being said, let's jump straight into Reload Recommends. Let's go. All right, that's right, y'all. It's time for Reload Recommends. You know what we do? We bringing you some music. We bringing you something cool. But today, Stacy's got something cool. She's gonna recommend to y'all. So, Stacy, what you got, girl? I'm just recommending something that I have been on a major kick with lately, and <laughs> you know, just came off of a cabin weekend with a bunch of my girlfriends, and um, it's a breakfast item, and. You're going to, it's using our Reload Ballistic. If you guys haven't tried Ballistic yet, it is our everything bagel blend. Yeah. And it has a kicked up ingredient in it. There is red pepper flakes added. And as well, we have changed up the ingredient ratios. So when you're looking at Trader Joe's, it's mostly white tan speckles with a little bit of black. Yeah. We ramped up the black sesame seeds in ours. And it is so nutty. And delicious. All of my friends at the cabin were just like, I'm obsessed with this. So what we did for breakfast, and I've had it several <laughs> days since, you're going to toast you up an English muffin. Yeah. Schmear on some Philadelphia cream cheese. That girl. And I'm talking crunchy bird seed ballistic crunchy. all over it. You're going to put it all over there, all over your um, cream cheese, and then a little drizzle of some hot sauce. I'm telling you right now. I call it my birdseed breakfast. I've since been, since the, the weekend, my friends have been texting me and saying, I've been making it for my family and oh my God, it's so good. Calling it the magic mixture. Cream cheese, ballistic and hot sauce on an English muffin. So good. And hey, took it up another notch today. Did it with a poached egg. So English muffin, put a slice of cheese on it, some American cheese and put it under the broiler. Melted the cheese over the English muffin and put it a, a poached egg on top. Mm-hmm. Ballistic, 
some hot sauce, and when you cut right into that sloppy, sloppy egg, and it oozes its mm. warm, yellowy, good, warm Slutty. goodness all over it. I'm telling you, <laughs> the ballistic sets it off. I really highly encourage you guys to get that. Yeah. And lately, you know, we just came off our Black Friday sales. People were buying 10 bottles at a time of that. Like, that's how good it is. That's what I'm talking about. 10 bottles at a time, five bottles here, and just stocking up because you use it. It is hey, so good, and it's healthy, and it's crunchy. I had a guy at hunting camp say, whoever's, whoever's in charge of your website is giving your product away. He did? Yeah. yeah he goes, you, you we need, did. He goes, you need to lock that up. He goes, I'm buying all of it. Yeah, we did, and y'all hit it, hit it hard, and I'm just appreciative of it, but get the ballistic, I'm telling you right now, especially with the new year coming up. I know everybody's going to start cleaning up their diets after all that holiday goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so healthy. It's gluten-free, no sugar. It's, it's great. Seeds and dehydrated herbs and spices and oh. mm. so that's awesome nature's goodness great recommendation thank you all right so i'm gonna make you one for breakfast i'm gonna serve you <sighs> son yeah girl you do that <laughs> i'm gonna serve you one tomorrow morning mm. so uh today my butt cheeks <laughs> i didn't know i didn't i didn't want people to know we were down like that <laughs> Snort it right off my butt cheek. It's really nutty. All right. <laughs> All right. So this week for uh, Reload Recommends, I'm bringing you a song to our Reload Recommends playlist that's on Spotify. A ton of heavy hitters. You want to go on there, uh, like that on Spotify. It's a great playlist. I know you're going to love it. This is a slow one. This is a one that, that's, that's a little, uh, it, it got me actually a little emotional and it hit, it hit me pretty hard. Uh, but everything we've been talking about is when you're in, in a relationship, when you are with that person, it's you can go places for that person that no one else can. And the song is called A Place Only You Can Go. So in relationships, only, only your love can go and do things for that person that other people can't. So this is Need to Breathe, A, a Place Only You Can Go. Pain is alive in a broken heart Past never does go away We were born to love and we're born to pay The price for our mistakes Grace, she comes with a heavy load Memories, they can't be erased like a pill I swallow it makes me well it leaves an awful taste Oh, I know this song won't do Enough to prove my love to you In my heart you'll always know There is a place only love can go there is a place only you can go Take my notions and words to heart is the cry of a man I can't bring you fortune or noble life but I'll love you all I can 
go There is a place on you So, when I said earlier that it, you know, kind of hit me in the feels, this song, when I first heard it, it was, um, I had this topic on my mind, and, you know, the song talks about there's only a place that you can go, only a place that love can go, and it made me think about our babies that we lost, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the, when we were going through that, it was really hard on you mm-hmm. and it um, was tough to watch. And even though that, you know, I remember you looking at me and saying that you deserved better. You deserved a woman that could, you know, give you a kid. Uh-huh. And uh, there was no one else, in that, even though I wanted to die inside. There was nobody else that could be that person for you. Uh-huh. And I and I had to find a place in myself to be that person for you. And now we're crying. <laughs> I know, but. I know. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, I appreciate that. Well, it's, uh, but that's. I know. That's what I mean. And I was going to say I, something really nice after this, and then you just. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I, I could have easily went and just. Sh- cut myself off yes and thankfully you supported all of that and but that's we did it together i want people to understand that there's you can only you can only be that person for, for, mm-hmm. for them no one else on earth can be that person for them mm-hmm. and just be that person yep and what you see on social media you know like people can look at our marriage and say oh well you know they haven't been through this and they haven't been through that and you don't Hate know. To break it. You don't to know. You, but we have. <laughs> you don't know somebody's story. We have. We've been through very tough times, and we've made it through. And you know, I know we like joke and stuff on here a lot, mm-hmm. but I am very thankful for the partner that you are to me, and what you, how you make me feel, and how you always lift me up, and everything. You're amazing, and I appreciate you meeting and fulfilling all of my needs. No, I, it's the same for me, honey. And if, if, if I wouldn't be this man for you if you weren't the woman you are for me. Amen, baby. Thank All right, y'all. I know this was heavy. <laughs> I, know. I will be back next week busting his balls. That's right. We're, <laughs> we're going to be back with some high energy and, and some fun songs. But um, yeah, got some great things lined up. But I want, well, I want to preface this, guys. Please, please, even if this doesn't uh, pertain to you, share this because, you know, Hopefully God it will use shared, the yours that you did has not to cut you off, but it has been shared so many times. Friends and family and followers texting us saying, I sent this to my dad. I sent this to my cousin. I sent this to my husband. I sent this to my brother and, or this really hit, hit at home. And, and it caused me to realize I need to be better. And, you know, it was a great reminder. And well, you have a voice. Yeah. Well, you have, you have, no, you have so much to give and you, 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 I'm talking about yours though. I know. 
but you but you have so much to give. You're anyways. We'll we'll. I'm we'll, pretty awesome. You're pretty good, but I'm but I'm just saying, if you guys, if you all will, please just share, share this it. share this episode. Put it out there, and hopefully it will help and save or save someone's marriage or change someone's way of thinking. And side note, you know, I was talking to a close friend of mine, and you know, I like to tow a straight line with things like this. Yeah, you and do. she told me, "You've got great things to say, and sugarcoating it will not help anyone." No. And that's what I took, it, and it and sometimes the truth is hard. It's a hard mirror, hard mirror to look into. You know, you got to listen to the truth sometimes in order for positive change to occur. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, so. all right, y'all. Well, look, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you get a second, hit that subscribe button. Do it, do it right now. That way, we can listen. You can listen to that reload podcast anytime, anywhere. And hit that, hit that five star review, guys, so we can keep doing what we do. We love y'all. We'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday. Ha <laughs> ha.